Welcome to our PME. This is Saratoga Best Wedding Day. What if this were your wedding day? What if today, the 14th and 15th of Kislev, or the 14th of Kislev were your wedding day? Then how would you feel about it? What would you feel? What, how would you see it as a turning point in your life? I mean, the day that someone's married is a turning point in, in, in their life. But how many, for how many people is it a wedding day? So that, and, and, and what does it denote? The truth is that today is the wedding day of the Lubavitcher Rebbe with his Rebbeson. Um, it happened a, a bunch of years ago. But it's, and Chabad Chassidim, you know, call it, uh, you know, they celebrate that day. But what is it for all of us? What, what is it really? The truth is that the wedding started on the 14th, Yudalit Kislev, and started at 5 p.m. and then went into the 15th. So when we look at the 14th and 15th of Kislev, it's a moment, it's a moment, it's a turning point in, a turning point in history for us because your Dalid shows on poverty, die, a certain level of poverty, a certain level of there's a lack. There's something missing. You know, when we look at the moon versus the sun, the moon is like the kala, the bride, and the sun is like the chasen, the, the, the groom. One is the receiver, one is the giver. The moon, if you are the receiver, you're always in a way, it's a great thing to be a receiver, but you're receiving from your giver, your mashpia. And so there's a certain lack in you. When we think of the word lack, the, the idea of day, day, yudalad, poverty, it brings to mind gullus. Gullus is a really, a really poor time, a really, a time when we feel, <coughs> as, as we've been throughout all of history, depleted, just feeling things aren't the way they're supposed to be. Imagine the the reality of everything you touch turns to gold. Well, we know that concept. Sometimes in life, everything you touch just, there are certain people that in business, everything he touches just turns to gold. He's just always successful. Gullus is about the opposite. Always feeling like whatever you do, you know, it's just, it's about feeling that spiritual poverty. We aren't where, we're, where we want to be at the table of the king's table, so to speak. We aren't who we want to be. We're Yaakov Avinu versus Esav. We're the one who we have the Yaakov Avinus of the world, the Jewish people. We are, we were brought into the world to be the, the leaders of the world. Those who have spiritual wealth. And all, essentially spiritual wealth. We were given this from the very beginning. And yet, we are rich. And yet we live in poverty, in spiritual poverty, in that we've always been treated by Asaph as if he's normal and we're not. We're on the run, we're the fugitives, and he's pursuing us. He's in charge. Look at the Roman Empire. They're in charge and we have to beg for our, our lives. And look what happened this year on Simplus Tyra. It's Simchas Tyra. It's the day when we rejoice with the Tyra, with Hashem Himself. This is our day. And in fact, here in in the in, in the United States, it was Shmini Yisera. Shmini Yisera is a day when it's just us and Hashem, us and God, one unit, one intimacy, and no one else is allowed into that place. That's the essence of the day. And yet, these monsters came in and said, "We're in charge, and not you." You think it's a day of dancing. We're telling you it's a day of mourning. 
God forbid. May it never happen again in all of history to us. So that means that in Gullus, that kind of thing becomes possible. That, that, that being treated like you're the guilty one, you're the bad one, you're the poor one, when in truth you are the rich one. You should be the one shining light. You should be the one telling them what to do, not them telling us what to do. In Gullus, everything's backwards. In Gullus, we feel spiritually poor, even though we're rich. We feel emotionally poor, even though we're rich. We feel, we feel poverty on many, many levels. We're not stepping into our real power. We're not stepping into our real truth. That is all denoted by the number 14, you done die, day. You know, and die also means, you know, this lack. But die also means like, stop already, meaning something, right? <laughs> you know, your brother told you, stop sitting on, uh, stop sitting on his toe. You know, don't stand on his toe. He said, stop standing on my toe, which means something's not good. Something's going wrong. He doesn't feel happy. Your brother doesn't feel happy that you're standing on his toe. Stop it. Die. Stop standing on his toe. He feels emotionally poor. I'm in pain. This is all, this is all Yudal Dai day. Now, what is, what is Tesvav 15? Mostly it's a rich number. It shows the wholeness, a great wholeness in a way of wealth. In a way of wealth. That it's, um, it's not the Dalit, the poverty. The Dalit, Dalit is Dalit. It really means literally poverty, and therefore when there's poverty, you have to fix the poverty. But, but Tesvav is Yud K. 15. They're both Yud K. The hay shows on wealth. The world was created with hay. When God created the world through the, through the letter hay, you can't create something so expansive unless you yourself are wealthy. So in a way, when God created the world through the letter Hey, and the letter Yud, that's him. The Yud and Hey is him, but here he is creating a world, the world that we're a part of, and he does it from a place, obviously he's God, he's Hashem, of tremendous wealth. He takes himself as he expresses himself as our Simpson, infinite light with nothing standing in the way. That's wealthy. I don't just mean physically wealthy. I mean, that's wealth in every sense of the word. And he creates a world from that. So we have two two realities going on in the in, in life. The Yudalit, poverty, gullus, and the, the Yud and hey, the 15, meaning wealth. One goes on gullus, and the other one goes on geula. In Geula, the poverty will be gone. We won't be emotionally poor anymore. We won't struggle. We won't be, we won't be spiritually poor. We won't be physically pure. If poor, if we struggle, it will be really not as a struggle, but as the stepping stone to the next level of, of wealth. Now, when we're stepping up to the next level where we still have to go through a struggle, how do you know? Everybody talks about it. They say, Life is not a bowl of cherries. If you want to get somewhere, you have to struggle. That means everybody's addicted to the 
Yudala, the number 14. They're just used to it. What are they focusing on? Life is a struggle. Even to get somewhere good, it's always a struggle. That seems to be what we consider reality. In, in Mashiach times, in the future, reality will be the wealth, the expansiveness, the infinity. That's what reality will be. And how to get there, that's a part of it. So comes a day, Yud Dalet Kislev, which then um, pours over, uh, spills over into um, the 15th of Kislev. This is the moment, and comes the moment of 5 o'clock, 5 p.m. This was the moment in, when was it, 1927, 29? I don't remember. Um, of, 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 of the wedding of the Lubavitcher Rebbe and his Rebbeton at that moment. And that moment changed the world. And every single year, it changed the world because, as the Rebbe declared, this is the moment that connected me to all of you. It's not saying this is the moment that connected me to my wife. Well, obviously. But this is the moment that connected me to all of you. To the whole world. To everyone who wants to, wants to, whether consciously or unconsciously, follow the path of truth and holiness and goodness and godliness. Follow the truth, the truth of the path of God, of Hashem. This is the moment that we become connected and everything starts to change. And there were a lot of things going on politically, etc. We're talking about in the 1920s, the end of the 1920s. A lot of things going on and the world was about to become an entirely different world. The way the world was in the 1920s technologically and every other way, people were still in the horse and buggy. And they weren't, you know, they weren't talking on their iPhone and they weren't all, you know, all, all of the things in technology that are happening and are about to happen. None of that was happening. It all started to explode after that. So the world did very visibly change dramatically. And every single year on this date, this, this day, as we call this, this, this date of Hasana, it happens to us, it happens to us again. We kind of bask in that. And it says, and of course, we're in the days of preparation for Yutes Kislev, which is the day of the revelation of the deepest aspect of Tyra. It's called Chag Chagim, the holiday of holidays. It's, it's the day of redemption of the Balatanya. And it's called Chag Chagim and Rosh Hashanah for Hasidus. And, and, and it's called Yom Chatnasa. Matan Tyra, or two Matan Tyras during the year. There's the one in Sivan, where we receive the, the Tyra from Hashem on Harsinai. And then there's the receiving of the inner aspect of Tyra, the deeper aspect of Tyra. As it happened in the time of through the Balatanya. And that is, both of these Matan Tyras are a wedding between us and Hashem. We are the Kala, Hashem is the Chasen. We are the bride, He is the groom. That wedding between us changes everything. And it begins in a way that Hashem gives to us. And then ultimately he fills us 
with so much truth and beauty and wealth, spiritual wealth, emotional wealth, physical wealth, and, and, and leadership, that we finally step into our true identity of, of being a light to the nations. So that's, I guess, one of the reasons why we say, Gutiantus, Gutiantus. It's not just a private wedding, just like we know to end off, just like, just as we know that the wedding of Yitzchak and Rivka way back in the Chumash, it was not a private wedding of two individuals, Yitzchak Avinu and Rivka Imenu. It was a wedding, it was a marriage that began the whole of Vaida, began everything of Torah Mitzvahs. It prepared us for Matatar. It was the beginning of the process of Matatar. And everything we've done throughout all the generations is a derivative of that wedding. It was called the Yichud of Manban, that marriage of Yitzchak and Rivka. And here we have, in a way, the next piece in that puzzle, the next stage in that wedding of this moment of Yudalit Kislev. When we are being empowered to switch from Galus to Gula, from poverty to wealth. So you can say, and it's very interesting, you can say that if 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 the Lubavitcher Rebbe said, this is the day that connects me to you, so we want to isolate. There's a day when it happens. There's a moment in time when it happens. This is the moment. And there's someone through whom it happens. Who is that someone? Rebbe Sinchai Mushka. Bakala. And that someone is a woman. Right. And so she is the one, exactly, she is the one who gives the Rebbe to us, gets this entire process going of he activates us to illuminate the world. He's doing his illumination of the world, and he activates every single one of us to illuminate the world. Whoever saw that video just the other day of of the um, very secular Jewish man standing up in the European Parliament and saying, Israel will be victorious. The Jewish people will be victorious. The Western world will be victorious. All those who support goodness and truth will will be victorious. And then all of a sudden, and I positive he did not plan it. And he wasn't somebody wearing a, a, a kippa, a yarmulke, nothing. Very secular. And all of a sudden he found himself standing up in front of the parliament. I doubt It wasn't a synagogue. It was the parliament. I doubt that anybody else was Jewish there. And he suddenly stood up, covered his head with his hand, with his sleeve, covered his eyes with his hand and he said, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Hashem Achad. And everyone was shocked. It was so... Out of character, it was it was the it was the code sentence through which we have we have stepped into our essence, into our true wealth, and illuminated the generations. He said the sentence. He said the code sentence, the code word. And then when he finished, he was probably shocked himself. He sat down. There was dead silence, and then he said, "Thank you, everybody, for listening." And then they started to applaud. What should they do? This is our wealth. This is, so this is the moment on Yudalit Slave when the, the hinge, pin, that connects all of Gullus to Geula is on this very day, through Yudalit to Tesvav, and through a woman, through, specifically through the Rebison of the Lubavitcher Rebbe, and through all women. 
So what we want to do as a suggestion practically is ourselves, as the Rebbe says in last week's Sikha, open your eyes now and you will see the, you will see the Geula. Live with that reality. It isn't only something that we passively sit by and say, well, when it happens, wake me up. I'm sure I'll feel differently. But he's saying feel differently first. And then you'll wake up and find that it's literally here. So here we are at this moment, and what we can step into is, instead of seeing poverty in any given situation, like, oh, no, I used up all the tuna fish. What am I going to do? I was going to make a tuna fish sandwich. Oh, no, there you go. Poverty, Yodalit. Instead say, oh, great, I used up all the tuna fish. Something amazing is going to happen from this. Stepping into wealth at every moment instead of, oh, no, boy, and feeling poor, poor in circumstances, poor in emotions, poor in anything. Step into wealth and say, not, oh, no, but, oh, yes, wow, something wondrous is happening at this moment. Even, and sometimes, and, and at moments when it's really hard, because what we see with our eyes is a real challenge, that's the time to say to our heads, okay, Go on vacation. I'm going to use my feet instead. And what we, I'm going to use my feet and my hands. Forget you, head. You're too cerebral. Sing and dance. Swing your partner. do si do Clap your hands. Do a little dance with your feet. And we will find it easier to step into that wealth so that it brings us to the ultimate wealth of the Gula Mitzvah Shlema immediately now.